0: Welcome to the Radiant Life with Tatiana. I am your host, and I'm obsessed with empowering you to live and create the best life possible. I'm a master mindset coach, breathwork facilitator, and a passionate little Latina who loves sharing the magic behind your subconscious mind and energetics. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, learn all about spirituality and manifestation, and to be inspired in making a change to embody your best self, you are in the right place. My goal is for you to see and unlock your limitless potential, to have the tools to break free from the chains holding you back, so you can create and live your most radiant life. I am so excited to have you here listening today, Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello loves, and welcome to another episode of The Radiant Life. I'm excited and also nervous to have you here, <laughs> blushing a little bit, as you can tell by the title. Um... I have Evan here with me, and we're here to talk about our story, our journey of how breaking up actually brought us closer together. So welcome, babe, to the podcast. Uh,
1: thanks for having me. First ever podcast appearance in, in my career, so looking, looking <laughs> forward to it. And uh, well, yeah, let's dive in. Thank, yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: So I'm going to start off with just saying hopefully the audio is good and enough. Um, this is my first time using two mics. Evan doesn't have the loudest podcast voice that we just realized. I, I can speak up. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, are you nervous?
1: A little bit. First podcast ever, so I'm excited more than anything. And
0: <laughs> the most uh, vulnerable podcast in your first podcast. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little I'm a little nervous, you guys. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, this is um really vulnerable for me, us to share. Um I have kept our relationship like pretty quiet, especially like the depth of Our relationship and I always have like people, clients asking me, there's just a lot. And I feel like now I'm finally ready to speak on it because there's been a lot of healing and growth and transformation. And I, my intention for this, you can share your intention if you have a separate one, um, is to one, share our journey because I know when we share our stories, our struggles, our lessons, that helps others. And I know our story is very powerful just based on the conversations we've had with people so far and a lot of the lessons we've learned we've been able to really help other relationships or other people in their life and I really want to share this with you guys I know if it's just such as one person one relationship it's gonna be huge um that's my intention what's your do you have anything else you want to add
1: well first and foremost Todd I want to stop you and acknowledge you for this podcast it's been awesome to watch the growth and and um progress you've made and really proud of of what you've been able to do with it so it's it's been awesome to see and in terms of intentions just kind of the lessons learned along the the way you know i think it makes you realize that many people go through ups and downs and in in relationships and so um you're not you're not alone in that for for you guys listening to this and excited excited to share our story and kind of the, the takeaways that we've learned over the over the years
0: yeah I mean I feel like for me maybe for you too I feel that when you listen to real authentic relationships or struggles not even relationships just what people go through you realize it's not all fairy tales you'll learn that like I literally thought relationships were a fairy tale for myself at one point um and so we're excited to share our journey so we're just going to share a little background on our story how we met We've had, I, I won't say we, we, we've had a really rocky road since the day we met. Um, it's just been an, an extreme journey that I don't think people know the depth of. And we're going to share as much as we feel comfortable sharing because it can be pretty vulnerable. Um, and then share about our most recent breakup and what we truly have done in the last almost year to really heal and overcome that, how we got back together and the lessons we have learned, how we are the, how we have I would say like how we're such a stronger couple and yeah. I
1: agree. I wouldn't use the word Rocky. I think it's been <laughs> a lot of ups and downs, extreme highs, extreme lows and you know, life happens. It's a roller coaster along the way and what I can say now is that we brought a
0: lot of happiness to each other but, yeah. but let's dive in. Where do we begin? Okay, so let's start with how we met. Um, okay, let's start with how we met. So we are both UMass Amherst graduates. Go you, Minute Men. Um, so we met our sophomore year of college. So what was that? That was like November 2013. 2013. I remember it was my best friend's birthday's weekend, Kelly Mann. Okay. If you're, if you're listening, Sh- shout out to shout you. Shout out to Kelly Mann, we love you. <laughs> um, okay, so when we met, I... <sighs> okay, let me just shake it off and breathe. Okay. So when we met... I was healing from a breakup a an old relationship that was a long relationship and at a very young age and so there was still a lot of healing to do and I was you know in college and I was actually that was a time when I was on antidepressants and anti-anxiety because of that and uh, drinking was not a good mix to it so at that point I was single I was getting over a really bad like breakup or heartbreak um no guys caught my eye like i i don't know it's like six months or i don't even remember how many months but like i just wasn't interested because my heart was so broken and then evan came into my life (laughs) what was it
1: that caught your eye um your
0: your (laughs) eyes actually so the night we met my friend our friend our mutual friend introduced us he you grew up with him and he was like a friend of mine and they came up to my dorm room to pregame and oh my goodness the outfit I was wearing that night was so awkward and and just to clarify for everybody this was this was sophomore year sophomore year of college so 2013 yep and so I remember signing them in if you went to college like signing dorm people Mm -hmm. maybe you didn't do that I don't know we had lived in towers so we had to sign everybody in and I just remember your it was your eyes it's your blue eyes
1: the first time we met
0: That was the first time we met. And so whatever. Okay. So we met and I was really intrigued and I had a few drinks in me and you were the first person that like I really wanted to impress. Like the first person that I was kind of like, oh,
1: I still remember that night like it was yesterday. Yeah,
0: me too. And it's funny because you're really not my type. So I was like, interesting like that. Like you made my heart or my stomach like flutter a little bit. Um, Okay, so at that point when we met, I mean, it was just a pregame, and for a few months, you know, November, December, we were just friendly. We like we kept in contact. Our friends kind of kept coming, like we kept seeing each other just a little bit more often. I right? Remember
1: over winter break, we kept in contact. Yeah, for, for those just like six, texting a little bit here texting, or there.
0: Yeah. Um, and so eventually we got back to school and hung out. And that's when I noticed I started to have a crush on you. Really?
1: That
0: yeah, because I, so like, <laughs> I was just like, I was <laughs> just like, something there's something different. Um, hmm, okay. And this is also when I noticed feeling really torn, and I felt really guilty for having feelings for another man. There, there, there's a fire alarm going off right now. Do you hear that right now? That would happen. We're gonna, we're gonna, I, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna ignore. It. Um, that is when. I was feeling really torn and guilty. And you guys know that I have had, you know, a lot of healing work and growth work. And this is really where it stems from. So bear with me. This is a little, like, I wouldn't say awkward. It's just vulnerable for me to share. And just to backtrack a little bit to, to
1: the beginning, right? So from my perspective, I show up to, to UMass, 18 years old. I'm this naive kid that fully intended to enjoy it to the best of my ability. Um you know, show up, party, be single, try to get some good grades, you know, build, build a, a future for myself and make a name for myself. But, um, I still remember, you know, telling it, telling people, even my mom, you know, I'm not getting a girlfriend till junior year. And that was, that was a takeaway for me because, you know, that's not really how life works. Things happen along the way and ended up meeting this girl sophomore year. And, Sometimes you can't time these things. It just—it's just life, right? Yeah, I
0: think that's a really good thing because I didn't m- expect to meet someone. Um, I was really attached to that previous relationship, and so life throws curveballs at you. And you came when you came into my life, it was like exciting and new. And at the same time, I felt really guilty and shame for having feelings for another man for some reason, even though I was single and I had the right to. Um, and so, in that moment, I decided to stay single. And throughout college, I we we you know we we what was it? we weren't dating, but we were definitely like hooking we had, up. We had, we had our freedom, but yeah. We, we, we were, had our freedom. We were we had hooking our freedom up,
1: but we were you know progressing and, and, and ha- hanging out a lot.
0: Yeah, and the issue with that was that I was really struggling of letting go of my past. I had attachments. Um, my previous my ex just like came into a life at a very vulnerable stage in my life when my parents got divorced and I just want to share this because when we go through significant times in our lives that people around us serve us a purpose and sometimes we can hold on and get really really attached when they're not meant to be there forever I tell my clients all the time people come into our lives for a reason for a season or for a lifetime and I I really was struggling to let go. And because of that, I carried around a lot of guilt and a lot of shame. And, um, I was living a double life essentially. And.
1: Okay. So, so what happens next? So
0: the lesson with that is you can't welcome something new in until you fully release and heal the old. So as we're going through our story, babe and listeners, I really want to share like stepping stones, 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 and like lessons throughout the way because there's a lot. And if we don't learn the lessons, we're going to repeat them in our lives. And I think this is a big reason why I want to share our story Um, because hopefully our lessons can save you from a hardship and lessen yourself. So so big. I tell my clients all the time, you can't bring in that new car that you just bought until you get the old one out of the garage, fully out of the driveway and sold it's the same thing with people in relation, like his relationships a good and analogy. And I hadn't done that. I had both cars parked in the driveway, essentially. I remember. Um, I remember. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was sticky. It was really sticky. And, um, I later learned that you when to get closure with someone. I think the big excuse that I kept telling myself in the head was like, I need closure. I need closure. And I had to give myself the closure and I couldn't get the closure from my previous relationship. Um, so just some lessons. And so, at the same time, I was really open though. Like we were single, we were able to do what we wanted. But we start. We obviously had feelings for each other, and yep. you guys have remember the day I sat in the car with Evan, <laughs> and I looked at you, and I said, "What? I will never." I said, "I will never date you."
1: This is my car. I, I remember. I remember vividly. Um, she told me she would. She would never date me, and I was not going to take no for an answer.
0: Yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit of like what you were thinking about.
1: So again, I came in, I came into college, you know, looking for just to have fun and, and kind of experience it right to the, to the fullest. And, um, it wasn't until I met met you that things changed a bit. You know, there was something different about Tatiana. She's, she was unique. She
0: yeah, but like, what made you stay, still stick around? Like, did you, were you just fine? Like, what made you? If someone told you, I never, I'm never gonna date you. Like, why did you? Why were you still friends with me?
1: I think it was just persistence, right? Like, I knew what I, I knew. There was something different about you, and that I wanted to pursue it. And I wasn't gonna. Even though I it said, it's even never even though she, happen. she said she's never gonna happen. Multiple times, by the way. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't just one time. It was. You know, me I me, persi- me persisting I think for, it was because you liked for a me. long time.
0: Because everybody, you know, you always want what you can't have. Evan um, definitely was privileged and had the ability to have a lot in college. If you get the drift I'm saying, I think I was a girl that I was like, no. And I think you were like, oh, I want what I can't have. I'm going to go chase her.
1: That was definitely part of it. That was definitely part of it. And um, I almost saw it as a challenge, but also... Really enjoyed spending time with you and wanted to pursue that further, and so yeah, I was not ready to to let that Go. just flame out. So and-
0: let's talk about like what would you learn or lessons or recommend mm-hmm. or not recommend? Because like we had, a, I would say you know, categories as an open relationship, right? Your typical college relationship where you're hooking up with it multiple was. people, and like my my perspective, like I mm-hmm. don't recommend it because you when you open your heart to someone and start hooking up feelings come and you're spending your time, your energy and you're opening yourself up to possibly getting very very hurt and like luckily for us we're here we're together but it also created really sticky situations with our relationship and i've seen other relationships like it end horribly like what, i don't know like what are your thoughts on that
1: well the lesson or takeaway for me was <clears throat> You know, don't don't give up if it's if it's something you really want in your life, right? Especially a woman, or you know, a yeah. But I'm other. saying,
0: like, what do you think about like, like did did you not think that was, um, touchy territory to be like in an open relationship, or was that because I said no?
1: It, it was mostly because you said no. It was it was tough for me. It was it was a challenge, right? Because I got to a point where I wanted to just be with you and mm-hmm. you know i i sort of enjoyed the freedom still because you were saying no mm-hmm. right but that's not necessarily really that's wanted. necessarily what i really wanted gotcha. deep down gotcha. maybe i didn't express that at the time so it
0: hurt
1: it hurt yeah it see, hurt. Like, and you know i didn't give up and that's why we're here today yeah
0: and i feel like our society I know I mean think about the divorce rate like people give up really easily we gave up like and we're gonna get into that in a little bit here but I I guess at the end of the story is like whatever age you're at whether you're in college or maybe if you're in high school I don't know if high school is listed in this but um or adults like just carelessly hooking up with people can just you, you know it can cause sticky situations and you can get really hurt and it doesn't always end in a loving relationship that we have ended with so okay let's keep moving on sorry you guys were talking a lot um next phase so we graduated college we are still not officially together we are still doing our own like half in half out thing like just not in it
1: keep in mind this is two years in the making guys yeah we
0: met in 2013 fall of 2013 and we graduated spring of 2016 two and a half years oh my god um and of me convincing her to, and i, to I just me. and i just kept going back and forth like this is why i love the work i really got into the work i did because i didn't know how to let go i didn't know how to heal i didn't know how to release people things like envisioning of the past and i was living in the past i got stuck in a cycle so that's why i love what i do so we graduated college we got our corporate jobs. We were slowly getting more serious and I was slowly committing more and more to him. Um, he did ask me out a few times and I was just kind of like beat around the bush that I wasn't ready yet. <laughs> <Awkward>.
1: <laughs> to this day, the best, <laughs> the best sale I've ever made you uh, never
0: got me we don't have an anniversary you guys because i never said yes eventually
1: eventually it worked out the
0: reason the (laughs) first time i like finally admitted like you're my boyfriend was my sister's 21st birthday and you were coming over and all my family was coming over and i was just like by the way guys i have a new boyfriend and like that was just that commitment day and it was a half-assed commitment and
1: and And that was what 20 20
0: 2017 yeah that was 2017 so a lesson in this one Make a commitment like in anything that you do in life, relationships, career, a hobby like you can't like go all in because you having what one foot in the door and one foot out, it ain't gonna fucking work and you need to just make a decision and worst case scenario you make another decision after that and it redirects you in your path and I got stuck in this limbo. I was so paralyzed of like, oh my God, what if I make the wrong decision? Like what if I go out with him and he's not the right person because like I had this big And I'll talk more about this, like this big idea in my head that like I was going to meet this Prince Charming because of the fairy tales or God was going to like drop me or have a billboard sign saying like, this is your husband. And like it just I don't know. I just got in my head. So we were working through corporate. We know that during this time I really struggled with myself, my my mental health, my mindset. Um, I was in a corporate job really like that I hated and I was really, really struggling. And I noticed that you you were there he you really supported me through that you encouraged me um and when i made the decision to like become a personal trainer to do a bodybuilding show like you were by my side workouts oh i'm so grateful for you and no, you, and you crushed the, it. the food you crushed and it you were
1: you were doing double double session workouts before yeah. and after di- before and after work yeah and, and then tra- personal training at night
0: and then i told you i was moving to florida you did spring of 2018 how did that feel
1: that was tough. That was that was a challenge. I mean, I, I knew it was <clears throat> sort of your dream um, since you were, you you know, a young young kid. But for me, it was tough. You know, my whole life was in Boston, <clears throat> family, friends, job, mm-hmm. all of it. So you know, it was it was a lot to take in. Yeah. So I and, moved down.
0: Oh, Do you have anything else to say? Sorry.
1: And ultimately, I supported you in it, but it was. It was uh, it was tough.
0: Yeah, it was tough. So we, I moved down and we did long distance for about like nine. No, not even nine. I don't know.
1: It was close to a year. It was close, maybe nine months. No, months.
0: like more like seven, eight, nine months. Anyways, and then we broke up. So this is a lot. This is something that many of you may not know that the last breakup we just went through was not our first breakup. Um, in January, February, twenty nineteen. I was hitting a really, like, dark place, personally. Uh, Entrepreneurship is a battle, and it is a, like, let's open up all your wounds and scars. Like, you will see your shadows, your dark sides, your insecurities. Like, there was just a lot coming up to the surface, and I didn't feel good enough. I felt kind of, like, ashamed of where I was in my career. And on top of that, I was still struggling um, with fully letting go of my past and healing it because I never fully got closure from that relationship when I first met Evan. And if you don't heal, if you don't get closure, like that wound's going to still kind of be like there. It's not going to like fully be healed. And so I feel I couldn't fully move on. It was taking a lot of minds, like mental capacity, emotional capacity. And I, I had a lot of guilt. I was carrying around a lot of guilt. Um, And then the long distance that played a really big role.
1: Right. I mean I think I think what you were going through was was a big part of it but from my perspective the long distance thing was just was very tough. Yeah, right? it like not not seeing you and seeing you once a month maybe if I it, was lucky. It was your
0: lucky cuz I didn't even have and, the, like money then to like come back home and fly.
1: Yeah, and I would fly down and I liked it but I wasn't in a position where I was ready to You were like I'm never leaving Boston uh, to make the move. I was a Boston guy, right? Like that's where my work was, my my family, friends, etc. My roots. And so, you know, while I liked Florida at the time, I wasn't wasn't fully convinced yeah. to make that move and that that definitely contributed to to that
0: first breakup. Yeah. And so I don't even know like what that moment was. I was like, No, I don't wanna be broken up. I wanna get back together. Like I I, 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 I kinda hid a lot from you of like my entrepreneur struggles. Um Why was that? I just had the belief that I was just gonna like start my business and like take off, and I mean, me moving down to Florida and me starting my own business. A lot of people had doubt in me, and doubt, doubt, and I didn't want to come off as a failure, and it was like we were. I didn't feel comfortable sharing with you like my finances because that was the time frame where I emptied out my entire checking's account to pay off a credit card for the second business program that I did so and like communication was part of it. Yeah, I just was like I didn't feel I felt embarrassed. Okay, I wanted I'm a really independent woman and I didn't want to tell you and have you be like okay I'll pay for your flight home or I don't know there there was just like a lot of shit and I was like was probably telling myself so many excuses and stories but so anyways we got back together
1: well starting your own business first of all not easy so i commend you for that and acknowledge you that's that's you know takes a lot of guts and passion and really proud of you for chasing your dreams and regardless of that first breakup and it contributing to that um you know really proud of you so yeah congrats, and then, congrats on that thanks baby
0: so let's keep going because i feel like we yes, have so much to but, share
1: so so we were broken up about three months
0: yeah i don't even know something like that something
1: like that four months
0: no no, no i think it was three
1: and i was still up in boston you were still
0: yeah so fight. and you guys like when we got back together yeah. i was like i'll move back to boston like i love you
1: yeah she did say that i <laughs> She
0: did say that <laughs> and so he was like okay fine so like, that was my plan all along. yeah so he's like okay cool like let's get back together you'll move back up to boston in like a year cool and then i don't know a few months after like the fall i was like yeah i'm not moving back like i'm, I'm like probably never gonna move back to boston correct and you're like um okay and that's like when you were considering business school so we kind of just like we're yeah. like let's just let life flow <laughs> hindsight like if you joined business school babe i don't think like we would have we would be together at this I don't point think so either like th- that's the thing like sometimes certain decisions bring you on completely different timelines or paths in your life
1: well that's a whole different conversation where one little decision can can change everything right yeah But that was kind of an oh shit moment for me where i was like damn this girl is not coming back like, <laughs> like if i want to make this work i better find some opportunities in Florida. Right? Yeah. And so I ended up you know, we get back together. I, I end up visiting regularly, probably once or twice a month at one point. Yeah, we once we did a month. and then and, and I end up meeting a bunch of people down here and just getting a taste for the qual the quality of life. Well and, COVID happened. Oh that's a whole different conversation yeah
0: yeah covid happened <clears throat> and so
1: talk about things happening
0: for us for a reason for a reason
1: or that can alter the trajectory trajectory of your life covid completely changed everything
0: yeah it gave you the opportunity so i don't know if i ever told you guys this but in- well
1: first of all that sort of put business school on the back burner
0: mm-hmm. and it let you right. come down for six weeks and
1: then you know, all of a sudden, overnight, essentially, I go from working every day in the office in Boston to to working remote full time.
0: Yeah, and so I was like, "Babe, come get quarantined with me."
1: <laughs> so, so April April twenty twenty, I come down for six weeks.
0: Yeah, and just it just shows that like when things seem horrible and like the world is ending, literally, like because everybody thought that there's always a great opportunity if you shift your perspective and that's what we did we we're like okay cool like this is happening for us what can this do for us and we we're like why don't we spend time together and so he came in he came down for five to six weeks i hid that from all of my family members except my parents and all of social media because i was so terrified well it was at that frowned point, upon, it was frowned yeah upon. everybody was like don't travel like Evan, remember, do you remember this? Like, you wore gloves. You, like, wore rubber gloves. You wore a mask. And I made you wrap your entire suitcase in a trash bag. I remember. And I made him strip at the front door.
1: Well, nobody knew what was going on. It was some crazy times. Yeah, it was scary. Nobody knew how deadly this thing was. It was very early on. Yeah. Um, Everything was shut down in Boston.
0: Yeah. So I couldn't
1: even go out. I couldn't walk down the street without a mask. So...
0: And so, I mean, it I, was I, a
1: perfect opportunity to come down and work. Yeah, remote.
0: and we were like, well, I guess let's see if we like we work good living together. And so, you were here for five or six weeks. It went well. It really did. It did. Um, and then opportunities arose. Your old boss was like, "Hey, do you want to work down here?"
1: Yeah, so I had the opportunity to come down and actually take a promotion, um, within the same company. I know down in down in South Florida. So. The timing, you know, worked out and the stars <clears throat> kind of aligned to to make it happen. And everything was shut down up north. You know, I wasn't even seeing my friends, anyways. Yeah. So, like, so taking the leap said, of faith. Kind of said, screw it, let's do this.
0: Like, the life and, is always happening for you. You could have like thrown a hissy fit, or we could have broken up because I said I wasn't. You don't know, no, like, it, you, an opportunity arose and you you seeked it. And
1: it's you know, sometimes it's about finding the silver linings, right? Like, I don't think we'd be here today if covid didn't happen
0: 100% i, I, I don't know no 100% cuz if you went to business school i just don't think we would or if i stayed up up, no, I, up, yeah, up in boston yeah. right? like, so like so that's God. that's
1: one of the takeaways for me is even how how bad covid was right like in certain ways you know part of it was a good yeah a good silver lining there
0: for sure like there was a blessing in disguise,
1: and always. Not to mention, I love it down here now. Yeah, because so. Florida's fucking
0: amazing. So Anyways, okay. Out. So you move down. So Evan moves in to my apartment with my sister, two bed, two bath. <laughs> and so this is when things start getting interesting. Interesting, because it was a small space. We were all working from home. Um, my business. I just had so much going on. I was taking off, and. Things were just adding up and I hit burnout. I had no time for me because of business and because Evan was working in my bedroom where my office was. So he took that. So I was working in the living room kitchen area. And so I literally was living in the same room 24 seven.
1: And I had, I had guilt from that, right? It was causing us to butt heads.
0: And I was having a little resentment because like he took my space. Right. Um,
1: and I felt bad about that.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, because I didn't have my space to do self-care, to take care of myself, like I hit burnout and I shut down and that's when I shut you out. And when that happened, that, that's when a lot of my past baggage came up. So what I share with the world, my clients, is when we suppress memories, emotions, shit that happens to us, trauma, it will come back up. What you p- resist will persist and it will continue to come back in ways for you to heal it. And that may look like attracting different people in your life that do the same things for you until you set the s- boundaries and stick up for yourself, or you know what I mean? The same situations for you to learn the lessons, for you to heal what you need to heal and work through. Um, so at that time, a lot of my past baggage and trauma came up um, surrounding my parents in their divorce when I was a child and my ex and it was fucking heavy like energy like I've never felt energy that heavy before like it was so hard I tried being honest with you yet I was still beating around the bush like I don't know if you remember those conversations
1: well I think we we weren't communicating way yeah, we we should weren't. Have been. I
0: was like tr- I was but that's what I'm saying honest we like, with, with you but I just wasn't communicating and I just kept breaking down and I I was shutting you out um, I stayed at my friend's house for a few nights because like I, I just I was really struggling and so a big lesson at this point in our time was you need to have alone time you need to give yourself space from your job from your kids from your spouse from everything like you need to take care of yourself because if you don't you you can't show up in every area of your life the best version of yourself and i preached that at the time i i just wasn't doing a good enough job giving myself the time because i just wasn't
1: yeah 100 percent agree i think part of it too was i was working long hours and i wasn't putting the relationship first
0: yeah, I don't think either of us were. Our, like, careers either, were really going to Yeah, happen. I
1: don't think either of us were, but...
0: But know, I think that shows, like... That's...
1: That compounded the issue that we were having at the time. Yeah, and... And then on top of it, we weren't communicating. We weren't yeah. being open and transparent.
0: Yeah, like, on top of that, my baggage was coming up. And then on top of that, you bought a fucking house. And yes, I...
1: which you would think would be a positive for the relationship to yeah. upgrade the space and get a bigger place
0: and I freaked out Um, this was my I I didn't know it at the time it was after I I just wasn't ready to commit it just felt really scary Um, I also didn't like feel worthy of like him buying a house and me having this much space and like I wasn't like contributing that much Um, and so I ran away I shut down I shut you out and I ran away Um, and that's I guess now you guys know, like, that's a big reason why I went to Costa Rica for a month. If you didn't know that already, um, where I went to Costa Rica to really give myself the space and care that I had, didn't have for months prior. And I had a lot of healing to do from my past, just growing up. Um, and it did do that. It really did serve a lot of that, but or and there was just so much that one month couldn't just do that fully for me.
1: Yeah, it was all, it was already a rocky period in the relationship and so when you left we were on the best terms.
0: No, we weren't. It was right? really hard. And
1: so for me that was very tough. Yeah, because we weren't really in communication much. Yeah, I felt you were there, you, you know, you wanted to kind of get your space and I agree. It is important to have your own time and maybe your own hobbies. Yeah, and in like, relationships, but for me that was you know, <clears throat> alone in the house and just mm-hmm. you know, apart was was tough and.
0: Yeah, and like I I get emotional thinking, you know, that time cuz <sighs> I never meant to hurt you, right? Like, I never meant to just shut down and shut you out and run away. Like, I never thought that those were the characteristics or qualities that I had. I always felt like I was a really honest person, an open person, and I was so caught up in my ego and in myself, and I didn't realize, like, how much pain I was causing you for being gone for five weeks after you just bought a brand new home, practically. Um.
1: And look, today I would definitely support you in something like that. But
0: I know, I know, I know. But at the time we were, it just wasn't
1: good. At the time we were already, so you know, on on the rocks, and Mm -hmm. yeah, and so that was kind of. It was
0: just really hard. It was we went through really, we went through hell. We went through really rough time, and then I got back from Costa Rica.
1: Yep, you came back, and I sort of gave you the ultimatum if you will to say you know what are we doing here are we we doing this or what you know
0: yeah what's good um i just want to like add my two cents here i actually I, i don't really like to believe in ultimatums because i feel like ultimatums the person who's giving it kind of gives you the choice of like almost forces your hand a little bit yeah it's either you're forcing to do something or it's like well, if you leave, then that's your decision, so it's like putting kind of like a blame on someone like like it's like when someone yeah. gives you an ultimatum, they're okay with you doing the thing that they didn't want. you know what I mean okay, does so that make sense? so I have to get yeah. specific yeah
1: for me, I wasn't trying to to force you to make a decision I just but you were wa- okay I wanted to know i wanted me- to I wanted to know
0: yeah. Are we doing this? Like, someone's like, if you don't do this, then I'm going to be angry. And if you leave, then, like, that's on you. And, like, it's easier for them to blame, like, well, you're the person who chose to leave, right? But it's like, but you gave the ultimatum. So you could, you were okay with me leaving by giving me the ultimatum in the first place.
1: Yeah, well, that wasn't my intention. I just wanted, I know, but I you wanted were, to know. You were just so hurt. I am just
0: I'm just trying to share, yeah. like, a lesson of, like, yeah. ultimatums. That's why I don't, like, I don't, I'm not aligned with giving somebody an ultimatum. And being given an ultimatum because I'm not going to take the responsibility or blame of something. So whatever. Anyways, just wanted to share that. Cause I think that's like st- the topic that I go through with my clients. So we broke up in the car from you picking me up from the airport <laughs> of Costa Rica. Like, that's right. That's like right. he didn't, <laughs> he, he didn't hold back and it was ugly. And we lived in the house for four or five weeks together, broken up. Um, which I do wanna say, like I held a workshop week. I held a launch. I started my group program during that. I don't know how I did that while I was it, going through a breakup.
1: It was it was impressive. I mean this this speaks to our relationship. We were still cooking dinner together some nights mm-hmm. and watching you movies. Know, we were, we were still on good terms. It was I mean we're best friends. It was <laughs> almost like we were temporarily only friends. Yeah. It was you know, a unique time in our relationship. And,
0: um, yeah, we were best friends. It was so hard. It was like so sad. Like we would cry and hug.
1: I think we were both experiencing some pain, but
0: we, we, we we really accepted that. Like our relationship was over. Like we,
1: yeah, I really thought it was me too. I I I mean, we
0: really grieved and it was really hard living in the house, but we were also like on good terms because we were like in the same friend groups. But it's okay. So let's, let's get into like the actual breakup. This is the juicy stuff. Sorry, we're like this much <laughs> in, but you know, you got to have a little backstory and I hope you're connected to us. So I moved out end of August. I was traveling back and forth between friends and home for a few weeks until I got this apartment that I'm moving in like a day or two. So I thought it was good to just record this here as we start this next chapter. But anyway, so I moved out and it all fucking hit me like hard like a ton of bricks like I went home for two weeks and within like two or three days I legit got smacked in the face I told everybody I was like I got run over by a truck is how I feel with downloads and lessons and epiphanies one after the other and it was so heavy and it was so hard and it was so emotional I remember writing down in my journal like a list I forgot my journal you guys I was gonna read my lessons but I'll share that um and candidly i was
1: pretty much ready to move on you were
0: were having fun
1: well not even that i was just i was trying to move on to the next chapter to overcome you know the the hurt that
0: i was feeling yeah i mean like we, we we had accepted that the relationship was over pretty much so i moved into this apartment and it was the first time i was ever living alone i was going through a heartbreak it was really, 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 really hard. Um, I'll share like the comeback story here. I really want to touch on the lessons that we learned during our breakup, at least for me. And then if you have anything you want to share. Let's hear it. Um, so things that I really realized was I didn't communicate effectively. I was assuming that you knew what I needed or what I meant. You know, if you're listening and you're saying like, well, they should just know what I want or what I need because they should they love me and they, we've been together long enough. That's what I was saying. And that's not cool. Because then you're putting the responsibility in somebody else's and they can't read your mind. They really can't. And ladies, I know you're probably shaking your head. I mean, like, mm, fuck, I'm getting called <laughs> out. Because I know we do this. And we really need to understand that men... Speak a different language. You saying I'm fine, they think you're fine. No, communicate, I'm upset right now or I'm annoyed or whatever it is, I need a hug, I need a kiss, I need to just like act like you care, buy me flowers. Like, Just tell them what you need and not make assumptions and fully communicate where you're at, what you're struggling with so that they can show up for you.
1: That's a huge piece of it, the communication, but also... I think you have to realize that no relationship is perfect, Mm -hmm. right? There's always going to be ups and downs, roller coasters along the way. But if you just don't commit to working on it and give up, then it's never going to work, right? Like you have to commit to working through some challenges. I kind of like... Because it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and It's inevitable. It's
0: interesting because I have divorced parents and so, like, I know relationships aren't perfect, yet I always say, like, I was brainwashed, brainwashed by Disney, literally, like, yeah. thinking that, like, a Prince Charming was just going to come sweep me off my feet and I would live happily ever after. It was just so unrealistic in that.
1: Yeah, you had a, a bit of a pipe dream on that.
0: I did. And I had to learn that and I had to communicate what I needed from you as a partner in a relationship. And I, and I wasn't communicating on top of that, another lesson is I was not compromising.
1: In what, in what sense?
0: I'm, I mean, I'm a pretty bold, independent, strong personality. Very bold. I don't want to say like <laughs> I like things my way or the highway because that's really not how I like to flow. Um, and yet, I do sometimes have tendencies of being a little bossy or controlling. Um, especially because I see things very differently than other people. So like, I don't know, you guys, I'm an industrial engineer. Like I'm really big on efficiency and stuff like that. So let's just say like, I like things done being done right. And when I see something not being done, like I go a little crazy and that is a controlling thing. But anyways, I wasn't willing to compromise on certain things. Um, they're a little bit like more specific and I don't really remember specific details, but
1: it was a lot of things and again, we didn't really commit to working through some of the yeah. challenges that we had right so that that was a takeaway and, and, th- and why don't we talk about the the comeback after
0: Well hold on I got a few more I got a few more lessons that people need to know about relationships okay. so com- effectively communicating um you know you're, you're gonna need a compromise in a relationship it is a give and take and you may be listening to me like, yeah, this is obvious okay, but like sometimes when you're in the middle of it and you're in the middle of an argument or a hard period in time are you compromising or are you holding a grudge or are you holding resentment or are you giving attitude you know what I mean like are you compromising are you willing to get over it because if you're not going to remember when you're 72 get over it if it doesn't matter in 72 hours get over it right and like we I just wasn't willing to compromise on certain things or viewpoints right as you bring children involved and get into more adulthood like you need to compromise but you need to communicate and you need to both hear each other out. And that's not – we weren't doing that.
1: I think you need to set expectations too. Right? Okay, like, that was another – yay! Like lesson. if you're thinking about a future together, right, you need to think about what
0: your values are, what your goals
1: are. Yeah. And how do they overlap? What are the what are the things that don't reconcile that you need to address? And right? you need to right? communicate that. Yeah. And so
0: moving into like expectations, oh, another lesson was – I expected so much from you. I expected perfection, really. And I wasn't communicating it.
1: Let's see what I'm dealing with, guys.
0: <laughs> we were dealing with. Um, I expected perfection, and I tried to control the future so much to have the future plan out the way I expected it that I was missing out on the present moment. And so you need to communicate those expectations, those needs of yours, And be willing to compromise because maybe your partner doesn't feel comfortable doing what it is you want to do. Like all these things tie in together. And if you don't do one or all three, like it's going to get messy.
1: Totally. And just a a quick recommendation uh, for a book, The Five Love Languages. Yeah. That book really helped shift my perspective and improved our relationship. 100%. I think I'd recommend that to anybody, including men um
0: everyone yeah if yeah, any relationship anybody in a
1: relationship because even even if you're single right because it helps you determine what people how they receive certain yeah ways of of uh getting praise or love etc and it's it definitely shifted my perspective
0: yeah i know i love that um and just a few other lessons here i made assumptions again like Oh, did I say that one already? That I I assumed that you knew what I needed or what I meant or what I was desiring, and Rather without communicating it. it. Right. Yeah. Again, communication. You guys was with the biggest one. Um, and 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 then for me personally, a two two big personal ones that are like they just are heavy. Was I had a fear of commitment, and I didn't know this. I didn't identify with someone like the label of like somebody who would run away and shut down and not commit. Like I just like. I, I don't want to say I judged people with that, but I was like, I'm not that person. Like, but I, I, when, when push came to shove, I was because I had so much unhealed shit from my past, from growing up, from previous relationships. I didn't know how to feel and heal and let, and genuinely like, I didn't know how to fully let go. I was caught up in the stories and I was caught up in the past. And even though I knew so much of the knowledge, I knew like I was, I, I just took a lot of work. Um, that's, that's why I love breath work because it did a lot of things on a cellular basis, not just a mindset basis. Um, so I had a fear of commitment. And so if you have a fear of commitment doing work around that, that's going to need to happen. Um, yeah, and it
1: was, you know, moving into a house together, I think maybe s- scared you a little
0: bit. Yeah. Everyone, all my friends are like getting engaged. Like I wasn't right? ready. I wasn't ready for lack of a better word. Cause we were just in such a not good period. Right. we were well, together for
1: yeah it was already trending and maybe not the best direction yeah. before that
0: um and so and then and then a really big one um i i did a breakthrough session with a friend of mine i realized i didn't feel worthy So not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy are really deep rooted beliefs, limiting beliefs that stem for a lot of people. But I I realized I didn't feel worthy of a healthy relationship. I didn't feel worthy of you. I didn't feel worthy of your love, of your, of
1: your, of your, what do you, what do you think drives that?
0: A decision I made when I was a child based on situations in my past, maybe watching my parents, like these beliefs come from where, you know, mostly children or a significant emotional event. And i made something mean something at a time in my life. And it's I stuck, uh, stuck,
1: stuck uh, with you. Uh,
0: a big reason I didn't feel worthy of our healthy, loving relationship. I didn't feel worthy of you was because I was still carrying around that guilt of my past, like kind of like living that double life, with you in college my previous relationship not getting that closure like I carried around a lot of guilt my breakthrough session before Costa Rica released that guilt and this is why I'm so heavily in belief of this work because it works like when I went with Allie to Costa Rica she was like girl I haven't heard you say the world I feel bad I feel guilty since the breakthrough it works and then I realized I had another deeper belief which was I'm not worthy so these are just things I came into realization as we were going um when we were separated we spent like what four weeks not talking when i moved into this apartment did i right correct correct so let's, let's, let's
1: dive into the comeback
0: um okay yeah so so i learned all these lessons like i said and i had a really really like it was really like i'm gonna just say this like when you're going through hard shit and when you're feeling emotions, feel it and feel it to the extensity. I had moments where I was dropping on my knees, praying to God, sobbing in so much physical and emotional pain. And I'm just going to keep it real and honest with you because we're all humans. We all experience this. And it just is what it is. And so so I had the what, realization. What, what made you have that realization? Okay, so... So I had all these lessons and I was like, oh my God, did I make the right decision? And I and I kind of just like let it boil up inside of me. Um, and then <laughs> actually, <sighs> okay, this is a story I haven't told many people. When I was driving home from my friend's house, I was driving and I was listening to this song that I love and randomly the song glitched. And it wasn't like I looked at my phone, like nothing. And it was a worship song. And I said, I started praying. I was like, okay, Lord, like, if you want to speak to me, like, wh- what are you trying to share with me right now? What's the message? And as I was driving, <laughs> I started getting visions of me, like, walking down the aisle to you. Like, I started seeing you as, like... You haven't even told me this. You hey, really?
1: I have not heard this. Wait, really? Yes.
0: That's what I said. I've only told a few people. Okay. Oh, my God. Let's I hear this. So, so, I got those visions, and I started sobbing, because, like, as you know, throughout the entire time, living together, or being together... I didn't really express to you that I wanted to marry you or I just didn't like vocalize that because I didn't feel it. I was scared and whatnot. So me seeing this and feeling this, you guys, I was freaking the F out. And so, okay, I went home. I changed. I hung out with my friends that night. I went home back alone. And like my friends felt like I was, I was in a really heavy energetic state. Like my friends felt the energy of heartbreak of everything. Like I was going through it. And so, did I tell you this one? So that night. I
1: think think she realized what she had.
0: Okay. Yeah, I did. I I learned a lot of lessons. It was a big smack in the face. And I'm not taking full responsibility because it was a dual ship. I agree. Um, But that night, I woke up at 3.34 in the morning, which they say is spirit hour. And I woke up gasping for air. And I was sobbing. Like, I just woke up from a horrible dream (laughs) and I kind of like felt like I was under like a spiritual attack essentially. And so I just started praying and I, I heard the words, get up, stand up. Did, have I told you this? So I heard the words, I like stand up. And so I just kept praying and I put worship music on and it was like 334 in the morning and I was like, okay, like, what do you need me to see? And I, I got a vision. I said, I, I, this is so weird that I'm like, sorry, this is like weird, but I, I saw you sitting on the couch and I felt the amount of heartbreak and and pain that you felt. It was like you were holding like a glass of whiskey. Like that's what I saw. <laughs> and I was like, that's probably what I was doing. Too. Yeah. And I feel like that was what you maybe have done, did in Costa Rica when I hurt you. And I don't think I realized before how much I had hurt you me just leaving and like just not communicating and everything and so when I saw that vision and felt that in my heart I dropped to the ground I dropped to my knees and I started sobbing like it hurt so much like I felt like I was in your like I felt your pain and I said okay God like what do you want me to do and he again just showed me like me marrying you, and I said okay, like if you bring if you bring him back into my life, I, I I I remember to this day it's in my journal. I committed to God, and I was like okay, if you bring him back into my life, like I'm marrying him, I'm not letting him go. I'm gonna treat him the best. I'm gonna be the best wife to him. And those were the words. Those that was the one time I admitted like I wanted you to be my husband, and like you know I never say those words, you know that you knew or I didn't,
1: right? Correct. That was some. That was something
0: new.
1: Before that, you you feared that commitment. I think. Yeah. And at this point in the story, I really lost your trust, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because if if it's happened this time, why why won't it it happen again? Happen again, right? Especially the fear of commitment. That was the next phase of
0: yeah. So how we move forward? Because so I told like two friends this. My friends were over and they saw, like, I was manic, like, anxious, sobbing, crying. Like, I had no idea what to do with these visions. Like, I never had a vision before felt this. So, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, no, Evan's my husband, I want to marry him. Like, and they were like, what the fuck, Tati? Like, you never speak this way. And I remember my, one of my guy friends was like, you need to tell him because he has no idea. (laughs) What? Which which guy friend? (laughs) Ben. (laughs) Um... So, whatever. I hit him up. He was giving me attitude, obviously, because he was hurt. He came over. Was it attitude or was it just not? You were closed off. You had walls.
1: Not responding.
0: So, so our comeback story, do you remember when I told you I was pacing in this apartment? I remember. Back and forth, sweating. Like, I had sweat down my face. And I I remember just looking at you, and I just told you everything that I had realized, and I learned, and I loved you, and Mm -hmm. I pretty much, you know, I don't need to give details because that's for us, but... I pretty much gave him, like, told him, like, everything that I wanted, and I loved him, and he just—you kind of just, like, it was. You tell me, how did that well, feel? I'm like- not
1: ashamed to say on the on the podcast, I I cried that, yeah, in that conversation. That was really heavy. because that was a powerful one, and I was like, "Damn, this—you're probably overwhelmed." This confused. girl is, she means business. It, it I was
0: freaking out. I couldn't even. say it,
1: it wasn't you know an act i could tell it was it yeah. was real
0: it, it was real and i will say that yes you felt that you didn't let me on let me off easy and i
1: still was not ready to to build that trust back it, yeah so it i was gonna take some time
0: yeah so i told him i was like i'm gonna commit to proving to you that i'm serious i'm gonna do what it takes we are in the same friend group so that definitely helped
1: and talk about rules reversed Back in college, I was trying to convince this <laughs> convince this girl to date me, and now she's telling me she'll do whatever it takes to to get me, get back. me back. yeah. So so funny, It's funny me. how it, it comes full circle.
0: I, I know I got a taste of my own medicine, right? You tormented me a little bit, um, and and so we, you know, we were talking. You know, we slowly were we were slowly talking, and it was so awkward. Like we've known each other since twenty thirteen, but like it was awkward. Like I, I was so nervous to text you. And to like hang out with you, like I had my friends tell me, like look at my text because I was so nervous. Like you know, what? you guys, are, like you know that feeling when you're talking to someone new. That's how I felt because i was just then, so scared to mess it up.
1: And on top of that, our mutual friends would have parties. Yeah, and we would see each other at at these parties.
0: That helped. Our friends helped. Yeah, and then well, it was
1: it was a little awkward.
0: It was first. awkward. Good shout out to our friends for keeping keeping they
1: didn't they didn't pick one or the other they didn't
0: pick sides honestly i will say this here we would not be here also without our friends some of our friends we had some extremely difficult honest vulnerable conversations with a few members of our friend group individually and together and they and they 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 they, shout
1: out to you guys listening to this you know who you are yeah like i'll
0: forever be grateful for you we love you um, and I think this just shows like how important it is to have a community and friends and support around you um, because people will, they really make a big difference and they share their stories and their stories are what impacted us. Of like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, we aren't the first couple that broke up and got back together or like went through this shit. You realize
1: like this, this, this stuff's normal. This is a tale as old as time guys. Yeah, it is. It's a tale as old as time so right the holidays
0: came we were still kind of like just like awkwardly talking and i remember you came to my mom's house do you remember that i remember i think that was the moment it changed for you that's when you actually really started starting
1: to turn the corner yeah
0: but like you were being you had a wall up you were being you were making me work for it which is fine a little bit you had to earn it you had to earn it don't you agree and you were you were pushing it but you had to earn it guys yeah yeah. no i agree i do agree i do agree. So the Everything holidays else. came and, um, I
1: remember how excited you were that that I was coming.
0: Cause I didn't have an expectation. I really released, I, I de-attached and I was like, you know what? If we see each other, we see each other. If we don't, we don't. Like I couldn't, I had to learn. I, a big lesson for me this entire time was learning to surrender, let go and let God like take the wheel, like just go with the flow of life. Because me, you guys saw, like I was trying to control so much of the future and things that I was obviously ruining my future in the present moment because of the control. So the holidays came; it changed it up. When we got home, New Year's Eve, I think, was like a moment where we were like, "Okay, like we're doing good, like right." Would you agree? Right. I think I
1: think I needed some time, and it <clears throat> it had been a few months, and.
0: And then we started falling back in love. I mean, we started dating again, like actually dating, like going on dates. It was our
1: first date. We went out to play some mini golf. Yeah,
0: I actually had the car to beat your ass. I
1: kicked your, I kicked your ass.
0: That's a lie. I have it right there. I literally just packed it. It was going we through drinks, your drawers.
1: Drank some beer and, and played mini golf.
0: I kicked your ass. Um, I kicked your ass.
1: We had some fun. And but, so, I mean, so. And it was almost like we were.
0: We started over. Started over, yeah. I mean, if you guys know us in person or some people have noticed it online, like, you and I energetically are different people. The time apart, the breakup... We've grown a lot. Healed a lot. I've grown a lot. Yeah, I've grown a lot, too. And I feel like we individually have a different energy to us in our relationship. It's a whole new energetic relationship. Like, it's so different and it's so new. It's so... I love it. Like, and so this is, what, May? Like, we got... so. So I told him, you know, as we were dating, I'm like, hey, you know, obviously we're on the track, like we're doing good. I was like, don't ask me to be your girlfriend until like you're actually ready, because at first I, you know, I didn't want to be controlling, because um, I was like, when you ask me to be your girlfriend, that's gonna mean forever. Like we're not, you know, we're not doing this again. Like we're committing, and we're not. And then you, and then you asked me to be your girlfriend. And how was that? How was that experience for you? It was good. It was. A, it was. It's the first time we had a. We have an anniversary now, January twenty fourth. Because that's crazy that we
1: don't have an anniversary. I know
0: because I always said no every other time, and we just. It's like we started with a new slate, and we committed to create a new relationship with honesty and communication, and being intentional with quality time as well as having space. And you built that trust back up.
1: I yeah, you build it for each other, and now right?
0: we're here. We're moving in together in like a day or two. What is it?
1: it's it's been a journey
0: and i and i i we really wanted to share this because we're the happiest the most in love we've ever been for five months now so it's incredible so you asked me to be your girl oh go
1: and like you said right like if this can help one couple or one person whatever whatever the case is i think mission accomplished yeah it's worth it this this conversation has been worth it and it's been fun
0: yeah i'm like just a few one thing i want to touch on like what are we may so we're like january February, march april may so like we're four or five months now into dating again and like you know like that honeymoon phase that every new relationship has like we're i don't we're not in a honeymoon phase because our relationship is that good it feels like that it really feels like it's it's stronger than ever we are so strong we are so happy and I really just want to share that like you can have this too, whether you're single or you're in a relationship and things are going hard. Like space sometimes could be the best thing you can imagine because it's going to give you a different perspective. You're going to learn lessons. You're going to have time for yourself and you may learn that that person isn't meant for you. Okay. And that's going to suck, but that means somebody else will be there for you. And you may also learn things that might be able to bring you back together. And one big thing I want to say is never say never. Like, I know we had both accepted that our relationship boat was over, but people did ask me, like, in the future, like, five years from now, if you run into together, and I always said I will never say never, right?
1: Yeah, and I think it goes both ways in the sense that don't give up, right? Yeah. Like, in the beginning, when she was pushing back on dating, right, like, I didn't give up, I persisted. Mm-hmm. And then, conversely, in this recent period in the relationship, she didn't give up right and and if either of us didn't do that we wouldn't be where we are today right and again Agreed. it's never gonna be perfect and i think to your point it's important to have your own hobbies or me time whatever the case is i right? do
0: yeah and i agree and i also do want to add to that like yeah persistence is key and at the same time doing your commitment own, agree, that too so many things but doing your own work we all have baggage we all have trauma we all have pain and emotion and when we get into relationships because our society doesn't teach us how to process emotions or our parents of divorce or our first heartbreak we bring our baggage in these new relationships and sometimes expect the other people to know how to fix it or to make us feel loved if, and you can't receive and give love to the fullest until you learn how to give that to yourself so like whether you're single just if you're single right now this is the time for you to do that work to heal to release the baggage or beliefs or things from your past and if you're in a relationship right now that may be taking time apart and doing that and you can also do that together when there's open communication maybe you share this with your partner I remember I listened to a podcast episode right before we got remember that I sent it to you it was a couple that they separated for six months they were married and I told them I was like I think we need space I think we need space Right? Like at the end of the day, like we need to work on our baggage, with, whether it's from our parents, our upbringings, our bullies. Like we have, you, you guys know, you're in the podcast, we have shit and we can't bring baggage from our childhood, from our past relationships into new relationships because it's not fair to the other person and it's not for the relationship. So just something I wanted to add to that.
1: I agree. And I think when you brought up that podcast that you mentioned about this um, couple getting separated, I think I took that as um, insulting, almost, or like mm. I didn't like that. Right, that you were bringing that up. But I think if maybe if I gave it a chance and actually listened to it, maybe it would You help. didn't listen to it. No, I did, but you know, I didn't actually listen to what they were saying were between the lines. Yeah, that and maybe if I did. Maybe if I try to get value out of it.
0: Because with that baggage, you're looking, helped. you know, you're showing up in the world with that lens, with those behaviors, with those beliefs, with that pain, with those backpack of emotions, right? And so, yeah. So, doing the work is important as well. And continuing doing the work, because I'm not saying we're going to be like butterflies and rainbows the entire time of our lives. Obviously, we're going to go through stuff. It's life. But I feel like with the lessons we learned and the commitment we have and the. The healing and growth that we've done, we're gonna be able to like show up so much stronger when if those times come. And I really, do, excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> um, you're good. I just wanted to share that, like, that other people can have this too. Whether you're in a, you know, your relationship is going through a dark period, or your marriage, or you're single and you don't know what you want. Like, relationships aren't perfect. Don't stop judging yourself from the cute couples that you find on Instagram or TikTok reels. Because it's not always truth, and that that fuck that messed with my head a little bit too. But we're here now. Mm-hmm. We are the happiest we've ever been. We're around an hour now. Um, we have done a lot of things to commit to this growth that have brought us closer together. That have, I believe, every relationship should have certain aspects of things that we have done to be at the level where we're at now. Um, I think we we should save that for another episode though. Like the, the steps, the things that we have been doing to make this new relationship stronger and better than ever. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. Let's, let's wrap it up for today and maybe we can can run it back for <sighs> yeah. another another episode. Okay,
0: so you guys, that's our story. Oh my God. That's how we met. That's what we've been through. Um, I really hope you can appreciate us being so open and vulnerable. Um, thank, thank you, babe.
1: Thanks for having me It's been fun
0: Anything Last thing you want to say
1: I do want to Wrap it up by saying Things have worked out Better than I ever Could have imagined Right like I love South Florida I love living here Got an amazing woman By my side That You know We've been through a lot But It's uh It's turned out to be amazing Along the way And um Just Couldn't Couldn't have worked out better Mm. And Enjoyed uh talking about it with you i love you (laughs) cool and it's just a couple questions to end it how about that
0: questions for me questions for you
1: (laughs) okay so
0: okay guys i have no idea what these are so these are gonna be (laughs) bear with me
1: you know quick sentence responses okay if you could go back to day one of college what piece of advice would you give
0: yourself day one or the day i met you
1: like starting at college, starting day one. And then, convert, um, additionally, one piece of advice along the way through, through, our, through our struggles.
0: Okay, you, okay, okay. What would you tell so your, your former give, self? So, my old self stepping into college, hmm, I would tell her. It can be, only
1: be, It can only be one piece of advice.
0: You're more than you think you are, so no, discover who you truly are don't listen to the world and what they're telling you who to be discover who you are and what you want and go after that don't listen to others I like that damn I wish my younger self heard that Uh, that's
1: okay we're here now thank god we know what we know now yeah and what was the other question and then you know through through our struggles whether it be you know the first or second breakup (laughs) what advice would you tell your former self
0: (sighs) Girl, heal, get closure, fully lay everything from your past to rest so you can be and show up in a new relationship or a new chapter of your life fully without that past baggage.
1: I like it. Yeah. All right. There you have it, everybody. Any other questions? (laughs) That's all I got. I got one question for you. What's that?
0: What do you love most about me?
1: That's a good one. It's so many things, right? Um, I just think it's, you know, the passion you have for life, the inspiration that you bring to me every day by chasing your dreams, bringing out the potential and people around you and I'm just really proud of, of who you become and, mm. you know, your support. Um, it's been huge for me and my growth personally. Yeah. And then, you know, just chasing your dreams every day. It's, cool. it's inspiring. I love you. Love you too.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are like not getting too blushy with this love right here. We're in a good place and we've grown a lot. And so, do you have anything else you would like to say?
1: No. Um, first podcast experience has been been a lot of fun, and it's good to be here. And um, thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Hey. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. If this provoked anything for you, if you, if you few things. If you're like, "Oh man, I could use some guidance. I have questions for you." Whatever, like shoot us a message, like email me, DM me. I'm an open book, obviously, and I'm here to support you. I would love to give you any words of encouragement, wisdom, guidance with wherever you're at in your life, um, especially when it comes to relationships. And if you learned anything from this, if you valued from it, if you loved it, I mean, Share it with someone who else could value from it because not all relationships are perfect. And I think when we share more of our authentic truth, we can build stronger relationships, which I think our society really needs now in this moment, in this time. And make sure if you do, if you share, like take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram, you know the deal. (laughs) Did you you say, you don't want to say something? and,
1: And one more thing, guys. I think if I think back to a couple of years ago, I would never have been open to having this pub- you this, never this conversation publicly right so i think that speaks to the growth and um on the personal side over the years and tatiana's really helped contribute to that so thank yeah. you and um yeah just put it out there and hope uh hope people find value in it
0: yeah you've grown a lot babe and i'm excited to see where this chapter brings us so here we are thank you guys so much for listening we're gonna move in together We're going to have so much fun and follow along with us. Make sure you're following me at Tatiana underscore Kudo on Instagram. I tend to share more of the behind the scenes of us and our relationship on stories and my YouTube channel. Um, But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate and love you so much. I hope this touched your heart. I hope you have a deeper connection with me and now a part of my life that I've never really been open about before. And Now it's here for the world to hear. So I love you guys, and I will see you in the next episode.
1: Cheers, everybody. Thanks.